Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 696, 696. Soon we'll be on 700. Um, I have a very powerful message from the book of Hebrews today. um, We um, also have, um, I've got some songs and letters. Right now, let's pray. I pray, Father, that you anoint this program. Anoint it uh, for the people of the world and people that are Christians, true, born again, the body of Christ Christians, and those that call themselves Christians that are not really Christians. Lord, those that will come to you uh, openly and confess their sins and accept you and your work. I pray this, Lord, that uh, Satan be bound, rebuke him in Jesus' name, send uh, your power to rebuke him, because you stated whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And we bind Satan by, and we bring about the kingdom of heaven here on earth, as you said it, that this would please you that the people in earth would be as uh, the angels in heaven and the people there. Lord, uh, rebuke Satan. Bind him as we bind him here on earth with your word and uh, close every uh, door avenue to him and close every door to us that would be satanic. If it's not of you, Father, I don't want it. And if it is of you, I want it. Open the door wide. Sometimes we want things, Lord, so bad because it's our will. But if it isn't your will, shut the door, Lord, and let me know it so that you can continue blessing us so that I, I, I know that you'll pull the plug on me that we won't be able to have any finances if I have a desire to buy maybe a property that you don't want me to have. But Lord, uh, if you don't want me to have it, just tell me, and I will not want it. And uh, so that you can continue sending finances in. Lord God, I ask that, uh, that souls are saved in the church, the body of Christ is strengthened and given zeal and power and strength and dominion over all things on this earth. In Jesus' name I pray, and everyone says amen. Amen. Now, the Bible says if we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, we'll be saved. Well, the Bible also says that Jesus Christ is the Word of God. He was the Word of God that came into the world in the flesh. And I believe him. This is myself singing, I believe.
the Lord. Well, we're in the book of Hebrews now. Galatians, we already did. I've done that uh, quite a while ago, and I haven't done Hebrews yet to teach the people um, the book of Hebrew, as the Lord wants me to teach. I did not uh, pray for myself to teach the people. I we have uh, taught our people in the church for years, um, actually going on 44 years, the gospel, and they uh, were not teaching the young Christians that were coming into the church. And it was really making me angry. And so I prayed to the Lord, asking him to that they're not uh, teaching the people the things that Sue and I taught them. And I told them uh, years before that, that uh, all their property was going to be taken away from them because God will not honor those that do not honor him. And uh, they are uh, strange people. A lot of their parents were on narcotics and drugs, and they just don't, uh, they can't, uh, there are not very many of them that are stable. Some are, but uh, very few. Uh, and uh, there's some they just don't believe in teaching, passing uh, along the Word of God to the brothers and sisters so that they're, and they don't believe in even passing it on to their sons and daughters. So to me, that doesn't seem like they're Christians. And so I was uh, saying, Father God, 
they're not teaching anybody the word of God. Uh, they were telling people, you can't do this, or you can't do that yet. You can't do this. That's not Bible. You can't do that yet. And it was unnerving. So I called to God and I told him, look, they're not teaching the people the things that we taught them. So what do you want me to do? Just um, go somewhere else, go to Israel or somewhere to preach the gospel or to Africa or India, wherever, and leave these people because they don't, they're not of you. And so he told me, you teach them. I said, teach them again. I said, well, you've got me um, writing a new piece of literature every month, and that's what you told me to do if uh, I wanted to win that court case where they said I wanted to hang a, a federal judge or kidnap him or something. I can't even remember. I won the case because I made a vow to the Lord, you know, that uh, he said, I prayed to him, Lord, don't let me go to prison. I'm, I'm not as young as I used to be, and if I go to prison for years, I'll be an old man when I come out. And I want to serve you. He says, I'll, immediately he asked, uh, answered me and said, I'll do it if you'll do these five things. And one of them was to uh, fast or to eat half the time, which I've done ever since. And if you wash the brother's feet, if I'll be more tolerant with the brethren, and then I'll be more tolerant with my wife. And um, I forget what the other one was, but I did all the ones. Does anybody remember? I see they don't remember anything. Uh, and then I'll write a new piece of literature every month. That we share with my wife. So she she remembers. So I've told this in messages before, but none of them remember anything. It's just that they're void. You say, well, you're not supposed to tear down your own people. If it's true, I am. I'm, uh, I've rebuked them and told them, and they uh, will not receive it. So I, the Bible says to take it to the church and explain all these things to them. And there's a lot of my churches all over the world. And so I'm explaining these things to you. And I don't read very well because my eyesight. And it's just a situation that they'll read, but then they don't break things down as they're reading. And so the Lord says, uh, go ahead, you teach him. And I said, well, praise the Lord. And here I am teaching. Chapter 1, Hebrews. God, I mean the Almighty God, Almighty who at sundry times, different times, and in different manners, where the Lord speaks to us through earthquakes, he speaks to us through tsunamis, he speaks to us uh, with uh, different diseases, sicknesses, infirmities, hurricanes, typhoons, all kinds of curses, floods, famine, and he speaks to us by the word of God. But if people are not interested in learning the word of God to pass it on, they just want to learn it so they can think of themselves as intellects. Well, let me tell you something. The Bible 
when it's uh, received in the spirit, it's not an intellectual thing. It's a powerful thing. And uh, it just irks me to see people think that they're so smart because they have learned the Bible through me. But, you know, Satan knows the Bible better than the people in this church. And he quotes it and misquotes it. He even uh, misquoted it to Jesus. So he talks to us in, uh, at divers times, and even during these times, God is not dead. He's still alive. He's still functioning. He's still working. He's still blessing, and he's still cursing. He's still blessing, and he's still pouring out his wrath on this earth. So God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, different ways, spake in time past unto the fathers, into the Jewish leaders, by the prophets, and to the, not only the leaders, but those that were supposed to be leaders that were part of the congregation. Verse 2, has in these last days spoken unto us by his son. His son is the word of God that came to earth in the flesh, spoke to us by his son. And his son told us to, when you learn the word of God, pass it on to others. Don't be lounging around on the property and showing your baby pictures one to another of your children and walking around these men with uh, no shirts on and just uh, not uh, believing that the Lord sees everything that they're doing. Uh, they're a shame unto the gospel as in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, the Word of God, whom he hath uh, appointed heir of all things. Well, Jesus owns everything because he made everything with his Word. He is the Word, and the Word is God. And so Christ is God come in the flesh. And he, by his word, created the sun, the moon, the stars, the light, day, dark, uh, everything. And every plant, every sort of fish and fowl and worm, or pests, these different pests or uh, creeps. And um, human beings, all kinds of, all kinds of cattle and all these things. And he made a man and called his name Adam. And then he took a rib, put him to sleep, and took a rib out of his side, sealed it up, and made a woman out of the rib. That's why most women are smaller than their husbands, because they're just part of man, part of mankind, whom he hath appointed heir of everything, all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Jesus made all the worlds. The, this world and all of the galaxies in heaven. 
they said they found a footprint on Mars. That um, is not, it's, if you found a, a footprint there, it's uh, one of the, it would be from some kind of a machine that put the imprint there because there's no life there at all. Thus saith the Lord. Now, verse 3. Who being the brightness, Jesus is the brightness of his glory, of God's glory, because you can see him. And he made us in his likeness and image. So when I saw Jesus, it was though I was looking at a man, a better looking man than anybody I've ever seen before in my life. And uh, the express image of his person. And upholding all things by the word of his power. So when you see the sun doing what it does and the moon doing what it does and the stars doing what they do and the tide coming in and going out when the, the Lord said it all, God up, uh, upholds all these things by the word of his power. Uh, you see the four seasons. There's four different seasons. Spring, summer, fall, and winter. All these the Lord upholds uh, by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins. He shed his blood. And if we come to him for a bloodbath, for him to wash away all of our sins in his blood, then everyone, if everyone would do that, everyone would be purged. Himself purge our sins. Sat down. He's talking now to the saints, purged our sins. And then he sat down. Uh, on the right hand of the majesty on high. Okay, now, there's not three gods sitting up there. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. So there's one throne up there. He's on the right hand of the majesty on high. Now, God says that your hand, right hand, is your power. So, and also the Bible says that all power in heaven and on earth it belongs to Jesus. So, Jesus is the power of God because he created everything by his word. And then he uh, came into the world and uh, he uh, kept the entire word of God, never sinned. So, this is power. And he was not born because of fornication, but it was the Holy Spirit that impregnated this preteen age girl, Mary. And the media says that I sarcastically say, because she had reached puberty, and they say I sarcastically said, that what is the good, this wicked one world government going to throw God in jail or prison for, uh, impregnating a preteen age girl? No, he won't. During the time that uh, David was here on earth, they said, find a young virgin, a young virgin. 
because David couldn't get any heat. Uh, they didn't have uh, these uh, heaters and air conditioners in those days. And so they wanted her to go into the bed with him and uh, keep his body warm. He never had sexual relationships with her. But uh, they found Abishag and put her in bed with him. She never, she says, says that she really uh, loved him in a great sense. That she uh, warmed him up, you know, let him hold her in his arms as Uriah did, his pre-teenage uh, wife. Uh, the Bible says that he raised her up with what, with his daughters, her young, his young daughters. And, you know, uh, people ought to believe the Bible rather than uh, these uh, phony hypocrites that are yelling and screaming about uh, these things that are really of the Lord. But they're not screaming at all about being lesbians and homosexuals and child molesters in the Catholic cult. But the things that I preach are from the Bible. And um, people either have to believe God or um, Nancy Grace or these other phonies that are on TV. God told me what he's going to do to her twins, and she still doesn't talk. So that, to me, is child abuse. She's a child abuse. She doesn't care if God takes them out. Now, she must not have much faith in God who created all the uh, world, the worlds, all the different worlds, and upholds everything by the word of his power. His word is so powerful that all he has to do is say, Nancy Grace, your two to your twins are goners. And that's what he told me. If you don't back off from your malicious, vicious, um, derogatory statements regarding people that are keeping the word of God, God's going to take your twins. So how do you like that? Now, verse 4. Being made so much better than the angels and Nancy Grace, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they, than angels. So we're following people, uh, this man, you people out there, we're following this man that is so far above angels and much more higher than humans. We've obtained, uh, he has obtained a more excellent name than they all. For he created them, even the angels. Now five, for unto which of the angels said he at any time, scan the scriptures and see, thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. What angel did the Lord ever say that to? None of them. He only said that to his son, Christ Jesus. And if we receive his son, Christ Jesus, 
well then he accepts us as his son because we are a member of his son's body. By virtue of being a member of Christ's body, the Lord receives us as his son, and so he calls us sons and daughters, which is a a name that uh, he has never called an angel before. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. The, the, the Lord never, the Lord God never told any angel that, those things. Okay, so verse 6. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he uh, saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. This is my boy. This is my son. This is God Almighty. He's the power and the wisdom of God. Why is the Lord the power of God? Because he created everything and upholds everything with his power. So therefore, God wouldn't have any power if it wasn't for Christ. And then the wisdom of God the reason that he's the wisdom of God is that there's no other way that you can be saved and enter into heaven other than by the instructions that he gave and gives us in his word. And if you want to reject somebody that mighty and powerful, well then know this, that he's going to reject you on the day of judgment. And your soul, your everlasting soul, which is never going to die. It's going to die continuously, but it never really dies. It's going to spend eternity screaming your head off because you've been in the church. You've heard the word. You rejected the Son of God. You rejected God who has all power in heaven and on earth and is the wisdom of God, the only wisdom of how to become saved and get into heaven. You send yourself to hell. You send yourself to hell. And uh, let all the angels of God worship him. So how much more us, after he makes his sons of God, just for believing in him. Believing in him is the entire word of God. The Bible plainly says that Jesus is the whole word of God, the entire word of God. And so when it, the Bible says, and I keep saying this because people keep saying all kinds of false things. So I keep saying, uh, and the word of God says, uh, well, we, um, the reproof of the word of the Lord is the way of life. So people keep saying satanic things. So I keep saying godly things that we must believe on him and we must worship him. All the angels of God worship him and let all the angels of God worship him and let all of us worship him as well. If you're not praying to him, you're not worshiping him. You're a scum of gutter snipe and you think you're too good to pray to God. And that's why God doesn't answer you. He doesn't give you anything. The Bible says you pray not. You have not because you pray not. You ask not. 
So let a person that wants something ask God. But you're like a bunch of uh, it fools or idiots that you know who upholds everything in the world and him who cannot lie said that you call on me and I'll answer you. Seek my face and you'll find me. Knock on my door and I'll open it unto you and you don't even ask. Because you are just wonderful. You're not wonderful. God is not mindful of those that are not mindful of him. Remember that. And you don't communicate with him. It's unlikely that you would communicate with him in heaven. And so he's just not going to let you in there. That's his word. And his word created everything. His word is all powerful. And you're not. All right. Verse 7. And of the angels he saith, who maketh his angels spirits. He made the angels spirits. If you will. And his ministers, such as myself, a flame of fuego. A flame of fire. See, when the spirit of the Lord is working through me, you're going to feel something stirring in you. Or you're going to feel some awful hatred. In which case, I don't care. I don't care. Okay, verse 8. But that's, you're hurting yourself, not me. Verse 8. But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever. He says this to his Son. He calls him God. But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Well, you know, scepters, kings hold these uh, little rods in their hands and they're scepters. Uh, to show, you know, we rule, this is I rule. But the scepter that the Lord holds is... Uh, he rules the right way. He uses righteousness. Is the scepter of God's kingdom because there's no unrighteousness there. Now you notice when somebody is a movie star, they get off the hook no matter if they murder somebody and it's just knowing the guy will walk out of his mansion and say, I think I killed this girl in there. I was loaded on drugs, and I was oh, that's all right. You, you uh, did all these good songs, and you wrote them, and we, you know, you've helped us in our life. You gave us joy because of some rock and roll song that you wrote, and so we're going to let you go, okay? But if, so, if somebody comes in and they've never done anything, and they're just poor, there's no righteousness there in the kingdom of this this world here because this world uh, of course the united states is not a kingdom it's a deed a uh, what they call democracy which is uh, really not a democracy it's not a democracy at all what it is is a dictatorship 
And the person that's sitting in Rome is the dictator. He even dictates to the presidents and the kings uh, what you're going to have to do. And I don't want you ever to tell that I'm the one telling you to do this. And I want you to tell them that we're against homosexuality. We're against all this child abuse and raping little boys and girls. But when you know for sure that we do that, that's what we do. But I don't want you people, if I make you president of the United States, you better do what I tell you, or else you're going to wind up like JFK. We're going to blow your head off for you. Verse 9. Thou hast loved righteousness. The Lord really loves the righteous. He doesn't like these false judges that have an uneven balance. If somebody comes in that they like, a woman comes in that he wants to have sex with, come back in the chambers, you know, and we'll talk. Go back there and tell him, uh, uh, you know, if I do you a favor, you're going to give me a favor, hmm? Oh, yes, judge. Okay, well, uh, prove it. Okay, I'm going to ask you to come back next week or two weeks from now. And in the meantime, uh, you know, we're going to have uh, a few visits with each other, okay? Is that going to be right? You're going to not say anything about it? Oh, yes, Judge, I, I promise. Okay, otherwise I'm going to send you away uh, in the workhouse for a lot of years. I'll teach you not to have sex with me. And then these weasels, you know, there was a bunch of uh, judges in um, Nashville, Tennessee. My brother Danny was uh, called DJ Dan. He was the, on the number one talk uh, or rock and roll program there in Nashville. I think it's WKDA, I'm not sure. Well, a lot of the judges, you know, they wanted to invite him out. People wanted to open a nightclub with his name on it, DJ Dan or DJs, whatever. And so my brother went to this um, judge's party, and there was a big bowl of heroin there, and they were all all kinds of kilos of uh, marijuana, and they were walking around in their stocking feet and drunken out of their heads on booze and uh, marijuana and cocaine. And every day they're sending people to prison for cocaine and marijuana. And the, really a pitiful story was there was some Catholic ladies. For you people that think I hate Catholics, I, I don't hate them. I'm preaching the gospel to them. There's no greater love that I could show them. And if they get saved, they come move into my church and I take care of them for the rest of their life if they keep the commandments and keep the rules. Okay, so they were having a a bakery sale, uh, just, you know, to get some money for their little parish or whatever they do. And um, they cited them, these judges, and they're having a ball with them, taking them into court, and they were hitting headlines because the media was uh, goofing on these uh, little Catholic ladies uh, that don't know their right hand from their left, or their... Uh, um, <clears throat> saying, you know, that these people are gambling. They had a roulette wheel out there, and 
if people won the roulette uh, on the roulette, they could have one of those pies that the little ladies made or a cake. And my brother was there and he says, my God, they had little girls and boys walking around in the nude. Catholics, every single one of them. And they invited my brother because at that time he was a Catholic and I was telling him about these people. My, before my brother went on to be with the Lord, he be, accepted Christ. He accepted righteousness. He could see the unrighteousness in these judges. The unrighteous judges. They think they're gods. And they lie. And they don't rule according to righteousness. Not even at all. Not even at all. So the, this, uh, the scepter of the Lord is, uh, it says is forever and ever. His uh, throne is forever and ever. The throne where he sits of judgment uh, forever and ever is a scepter of righteousness. He judges. It doesn't make any difference how much money you have or what position you have or how beautiful you are or handsome or how uh, ugly you are. Everybody gets the same fair, righteous judgment in the, the scepter of Christ's kingdom. Verse 9, thou hast loved righteousness. I love righteousness, God says. I don't like picking on the little guy, those little women with their pies and cakes. And here you people are up there shooting up or snorting cocaine and smoking weed, boo, trash, and all the other names they call it. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Oh, you know, it's so nice to know that you're anointed with uh, uh, righteousness and with uh, the oil of gladness above everyone else in the world. Uh, to God, everybody else stinks. You're like a smoke in his nose. It's like a broken tooth. Verse 10, And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth. The entire earth, can you imagine that? And he holds it up with his word. And the heavens are the works of thine hands. Oh, you like to minimize it, you scumbags that say it was just a big blast or a big explosion or something. Uh, I'd say, you know, no, God made it with his hands, with his word. Uh, the finger of God. Verse 11, they shall perish. You people are going to die and you're going to grovel before the throne, the great white throne of God, all you phony women out there and you phony men. Yeah, you're going to perish. But thou, Lord God, you're going to remain forever and ever. And they shall 
wax old as doth a garment. Verse 12. And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up. Fold everything in this world up just like it's an old garment. And the Bible says that the earth is going to wax old like a garment. It used to be that the people could live for a thousand years because there was so much nutrition in the earth at the time, vitamins and minerals and good food. And they shall be changed, but thou art the same. The world's going to get old and it's going to burn up too, but the Lord's going to remain the same. And thy years shall not fail. God's years will not fail. He's going to live forever and ever. And those that are in his son will live forever and ever with him as well. Verse 13, but to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand, uh, be my power, be the power of God, be the wisdom of God until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Well, the Lord's got his foot on you people. You don't know from one day to the next that the Lord won't come through your town with a 150 mile an hour wind and just take you out into eternity. You're his footstool. Verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them? who shall be heirs of salvation. What does that mean, heirs of salvation? Well, Jesus owns everything, the Bible just told you. And uh, we are heirs and joint heirs with him. We own everything right there with him. Now, therefore, chapter 2, verse 1, therefore we ought to give the more Earnest heed to the things which we have heard. You're hearing these words. And hear them earnestly. Because these are not my words. These are the words of the Almighty God who created everything with these words. Lest at any time we should uh, let them slip. Because at any time, God can take your life. And just right now, while you're, if you're doubting, if you are, he could just slip you right out of your husk. <laughs> the body that your spirit that lives on forever is going to come out of you. Have you ever seen anybody live forever? Nah, except God. Verse 2, for if the word spoken by angels was steadfast in every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, like these angels were disobedient and they were thrown to earth and they're sitting in chains of darkness now waiting to be cast into hell on the lake of fire. If God does that to angels, what does he, you think he's going to do to you, oh little mud pie, that's got, got, that's got the spirit of uh, life in you, a temporal spirit? Verse 3, how shall we escape? 
How shall you out there or I or anybody else escape if we neglect so great salvation? Which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Verse 4, God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders and with uh, divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Well, God also bearing them witness. God has given you all sorts of witnesses of people that are saved. The Bible says if you're really saved, these signs will follow you. You'll cast out devils. You'll raise the dead. You'll lay hands on people. They'll be healed. These are signs for you to see that there is something bigger than you and I. So again, I say, verse 4, God also bearing them witness, both humans and angels, both with signs and wonders. Now, I've had many signs and wonders. And I've had divers miracles that performed. I actually can call upon the Lord and uh, storms will stop. Uh, they don't call on me and boy, the storm went right through Fort Smith, Arkansas and knocked their windows out and their screens and wiped their roofs out. And it was coming again for them. And they called up and says, will you pray for us, Tony? And I said, yes. And the storm will not hit you. Father, in the name of Jesus, make the storm go around them in Jesus' name. Don't let it hurt any of our people. And so they hear that. And then people go to different places for business. Say, will you pray? It's supposed to be hailstones the size of baseballs, 100-mile-an-hour winds. I said, sure. The Lord is upholding everything by his hands. It's no big deal for him to just move the storm over a few notches, maybe a few hundred miles. And so I pray, and it happens. And so we have these signs. uh, God bears witness to everybody, both with signs and wonders, and with these different kind of miracles. I've raised the dead. I've it wasn't me that raised it, but I prayed over a man that was stone dead. And he got up and says, why is everybody looking at me? So well, you were dead. And he says, get out of here. <clears throat> well, he didn't even believe his own resurrection. And gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Well, a gift of the Holy Spirit is that I got a gift that I can teach. I got a gift from the Holy Spirit that I can write. And I've got a gift of the Holy Spirit. So I can do these radio broadcasts even when I'm blind. Isn't that a miracle? All right, now verse 5. For unto the angels hath he not put in subjection the world to come, whether uh, whereof we speak. Well, then if he didn't give uh, put uh, put the angels... He didn't put them uh, in subjection uh, or didn't put the world that's, uh, that's coming. He didn't put uh, the world that uh, is coming, the kingdom of heaven, in subjection to the angels. For unto the angels hath he not 
put in subjection the world to come. Who did he give it to? He gave it to those of us that are faithful in this world. Because if we are rulers here and we rule well, then we get to rule different parts of the kingdom of heaven. Whereof we speak, okay? Verse 6, but one in a certain place testified, saying, what is man? Not Martians, not man in the moon like all the uh, Gentile idol worshippers say. They worship God's creation, but not the creator. What is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that thou visitest him? Where in the flesh and the Lord visits me? And he'll visit uh, anyone that really is sincere with him. Verse 7, thou madest him. I mean, in other words, I'm sincere with the Lord because uh, he told everybody to teach young Christians and people, their children and so on, but they didn't. And so I guess I'm going to get the stars in their crown because I'll do it. I'll do anything the Lord tells me to do. Verse 7, thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him uh, with glory and honor and didst set him over the works of thy hands. God did that with Adam, but he failed. Man failed. They don't take God serious, and therefore they're going to burn in hell. But so he made another Adam, the last Adam, Jesus Christ. He came as a man, and he sent him over the works of thy hand. Verse 8, thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under Christ. And Christ's people, people that are united with Christ, people, he's the vine, we're the branches, and the same spirit that flowed through him is flowing through our veins now into us. But now... We see not yet all things put under him. God, it's the devil. He's not, uh, he won't subject himself. We have to be willing to do that. All right, uh, we have just a couple minutes left. Uh, so let's, uh, we have letters? Yes. Uh, where's the first one from? From Sulana, Peru. Okay, let's hear it. Translated from Spanish. God bless you, Brother Tony Alamo. Fraternal greetings from the Brethren in the Church of Solana, Peru. I want to let you know that the work of God keeps growing. Brother, God is truly doing a work over here. The only thing we are doing is putting the new converts in the service of the Lord. We are distributing your literature everywhere. We go from place to place, and the people always receive your literature and materials. As I've told you before, no one rejects your literature. Send more in five kilo packages only, otherwise we will receive a tax charge that is very expensive. The Tony Alamo Ministries churches in Peru continue to grow with the work of the Lord. We would like you to send someone to come see the work God is doing in Peru. Brother, keep praying for us. We will continue with the Lord's work. Bless you, brother, and send more literature. 
Andres Chiroqui Silva from Solana, Peru. All right, praise the Lord. Uh, our time is, uh, just seems to fly <laughs> when you're having fun. There's nothing that I have more fun at than binding Satan. And that's the way to bind him and also to get an answer from the Lord to instruct people. Look, get a hold of the Lord if you want something. If you're in trouble, get a hold of the Lord and ask him to help you. Ask him to do something uh, that will show you that he's God, and he will. Well, right now is the time for every one of us to pray. And uh, so we need to pray. Everybody needs to pray. Uh, you know, there's not one of us any greater than the other. We're all men. Only Christ worketh any good in us. So let's ask him to enter into us to do good. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Father, Holy Spirit, wash all my filthy former sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away, That uh, anyone that calls upon you. All that call upon the Lord shall be saved, and those that continue on will keep their salvation. So, therefore, I know you've heard me. I know you've answered me. I know I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord. And share and tell everyone in our listening audience how to receive a copy of this program, 696. It's free of charge. And you can get uh, copies for your friends as well. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370 that's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406 praise the lord this is world pastor tony alamo saying tune in tomorrow for another powerhouse message of the reality of the word of God. And that's what we need to do is be real. We need to be real with God so that God will be real with us. All right, this is myself with J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet to sing for you, Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. Leaning on the Everlasting Arms what a joy to on the everlasting arm. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine. Leaning on the everlasting arm. I'm leaning, forever leaning. But one safe and secure from all along. I'm leaning, I'm always leaning. Oh yes, I'm leaning. On the everlasting arms Oh, how sweet you walk In this pilgrim way Leaning on the everlasting arms 
Oh, how bright the band grows from day to day Leading on the everlasting arms I'm leading forever leading That's what faith and secure from my love I'm leading, I'm always leading Oh, yes, I'm leading on the everlasting arms What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms I have blessed peace with my Lord so dear Leaning on the everlasting arms I'm leaning forever leaning That's why I'm safe and secure from all alone I'm leaning, I'm always leaning Oh, yes, I'm leaning on the everlasting arm. I'm leaning, forever leaning. That's why I'm safe and secure from all love. I'm leaning, I'm always leaning. Oh, yes, I'm leaning on the everlasting arm.